Hi, and welcome to the Commercial Athlete Podcast, where we talk all things athlete branding and sports marketing. Listen in to hear all the latest industry news, personal stories, and career advice. Join Agency X directors, myself, Lee Carstadine, and marketing gun, Carly Green Medina. Welcome to part two of our interview with Ben Cutting. What I find about that is, is that social media is so underpriced with mm-hmm. regards to you know advertising dollars and where that the amount of eyeballs that you can hit that's what i find yeah. interesting you know I, if i want to boost a post or get um 5000 or 10000 people to have a look at a post or a message i can do that really really cheaply mm-hmm. advertising companies if you want to go billboards tv that's expensive radio it's those traditional platforms are very expensive yeah your social media is so underpriced at the moment you can reach. So imagine Ben having a bat sponsor. And I do believe that you got man of the match too, didn't you? Mm. In the one of the ground in the mm. final. So not only not only um, <laughs> did they win with eighty million people watching, but Ben was man of the match as well. Now Imagine the amount of eyeballs that he would have hit on social media, yeah. uh, in general anyway, um, mm-hmm. and how many people he could have reached if he had a good deal. So I find it interesting that Ben, probably not strategically, has ha- got two different – he's got a cricket manager who concentrates on world cricket, that going around the world, which is actually quite a interesting space because a lot of managers are based in their country looking after – domestic deals so these guys look at each domestic competition and get fits them right into each each team or each competition but then he's got a an agent who looks after commercial deals which is sort of tied in with his partner Aaron which is interesting so um they've separated um the cricket manager doesn't really do commercial deals and the agent doesn't really do cricket deals as well which is quite a rarity these days isn't it it is in Australia not in the U.S. So um, in the US now, it's very much that athletes have a player agent and then they have their commercial brand agent. Um, And as we're sort of seeing, and I think we've spoken about this already as well, but player contracts are becoming more and more standard. You'll have a few of athletes that can negotiate different things in there around their brand image rights and different specific special deals Um, but their brand managers are the ones that are going in and saying okay here's the value this athlete puts bumps in seats brings in sponsorships this now sits on top of what you get in your player contract so I think that's becoming more popular in Australia Um, but it's like nowhere near what it is overseas at the moment. And do you, moving forward, are you just happy just to plug along the odd commercial deal, come in here and there and just concentrate on your property? Is it a space that you want to get into or is it just, you know what, whenever Aaron gets something in and, and there's a, is it, there's an opportunity to, to expose you guys or run a campaign as a couple, you'll just tag along Aaron and be happy with that? Is yeah, probably the latter again. I, I just can't see myself spending the amount of time that she needs to spend on it. And that, to be fair, that's probably 80% of her income. Um, is is through social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, and that sort of thing. Um, it's great that she's branching out now into you know the commentary side of things, the boundary riding. Um, she's you know brand face of Qatar and uh, Affinity Diamonds in Sydney, those sort of high end brands, which is exciting. But all of that still comes back a lot of that through social media as well. But for me, I, I just can't see myself spending that much time looking at my phone, doing that all day every day when I'd prefer to get out and see the sights and. and 
yeah. experience a while. <laughs> that, that's important because, you know, there's not just one way. There's, you know, a lot of athletes think, oh, I've just got to hit social media mm. and hopefully get some numbers under my belt and then get a campaign, get a couple of companies on board. There's so many different ways in which you can transition out of the game and whether it's a passion through property, whether it is social media, um, but you've got your pillar and your pillar's property. It just yeah. doesn't involve social media all that much. And I, I think... Ben's actually in from an outsider looking in at you just at your brand I think you're actually in a really fortunate position that you've got two great things working for you one is you've got Aaron that's by default also advertising you and driving your brand there that doesn't hurt Um, but then you've also just by the type of player that you are you're one of the faces of the heat team so you know most of their marketing you're you're one of the faces that they use so Whether you're not necessarily driving that yourself, but you've got two mm. other channels that are driving it really hard for you. So your ability to leverage those two things and not having to do it yourself is a bit of a unique position that you have as well. Yeah, and I'll probably need to get better at the social media side of things around the... Uh, I, I like to be more of a private person, not give a hell of a lot of way. You know, keep my channels to you know, things like Fitbit or Cricket and, and various other, but not as much at home. Um, but I probably need to get better at that so people get a better look in at my life so, so that so they can learn about the real me, I guess, if that makes sense. <laughs> you probably are a little bit of an enigma, a little bit. I don't mind that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably probably not great from a business side of things. But. It depends what you want to do. But yeah. lo- like I said, I think Aaron shows another side of you yeah. that is probably where the channel that people don't want to know you a bit more personally, that's probably the only place that they're seeing that now. Yeah. So just to... Come back to cricket a bit, Ben. So who do you think at the moment is doing a good job at sort of promoting their own brand and um, sort of driving cricket on the back of, you know, what, 18 months, two years ago where the brand of cricket was probably quite impacted? Yeah. Um, who do you think's doing well now? Uh, aside from the big guys, you know, the Steve Smiths, the David Warners, who I don't know whether they do it themselves or they have someone do it for them or a mixture of both. You know, the, the other guys probably – it's not – big in cricket pushing that brand and everything else so but one of the guys that I think is doing the best job is probably Chris Green from uh, mm-hmm. Sydney and the Sydney Thunder um, his last 12 or 18 months has really gone to another level through his social media channels where people get to learn about him learn about what he's in what he's doing because he's, he's traveling the world doing the t20 circuit as well um, you know places like the Caribbean where he's, he's captain teams he's captain successful teams and he's only still very very young and he's a great looking rooster as well so it's pretty easy oh, for he's, him he's <laughs> a beautiful man he's yeah. a beautiful looking man isn't he yeah let's be honest yeah but he's interesting because he's in his early 20s when a lot of people like you know Ben yourself you hit your 30s and then you concentrate on, concentrate on T20 he came in saw an opportunity he got his first start in the BBL and now he's doing exactly what Ben's doing and he's captaining a lot of these sides as well which is a big thing when you mm-hmm. when you go overseas and as a young kid and I've seen what he's he's just signed a six-year deal with uh, Sydney Thunder is that right a six-year deal yep which wow. from a cricket terms you know you're lucky to three years is probably your maximum and a lot of times they're one I remember I signed about 12 one-year deals so have a six-year <laughs> deal uh, is massive in cricket and that's that's just um, because they see him leading the Sydney Thunder for a number of years being their captain and he's going to be their staple and there's other players who are going to come in because they want to play under under Chris's uh, leadership as well definitely so one more question. Oh, he's got his phone on. That's a that's a that's a carton. That's mm. an that's mm. an Andy note. Um, oh, the producer's <laughs> very angry with that. <laughs> <laughs> so one more question, and like that's a great example because he's a young fella. Um, 
know what happens in the dressing rooms when, you know, guys are out there promoting themselves and putting themselves on social media. What, what's, what's the banner like? Um, it depends who it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually, it's, does it? Um, guys are starting to understand it more and more. One of, the, uh, one of the guys that hated it the most and used to give stick to anyone was Nathan Reardon. Um, oh. But since he has retired from cricket and taken up his outside edge adventures and his, and his cricket coaching, he has gone to another level. He is almost on Chris Green level where he's um, not as entertaining as Chris Green because he's not as good a looking bloke. But yeah. I find, yeah, you're right, Nathan's very got an interesting story and I'd love to get him in and have a chat because he's a guy that is basically like Andrew Simons in a sense that um, once he's finished, we thought we're never going to hear from him ever again. He's just going to fish, be in the country. <laughs> but he has transformed his whole career post-cricket. Mm. He's actually a coach now. He does the Outside Edge Adventures, which is his business, which yeah. is a fishing company. Um, he does chartered fishing uh, sort of uh, tours. And he is on social media, and I would never have thought that he would even have an account. And he, the content that he produces is actually very good quality, and it's funny stuff because he's a funny guy mm. as well. So naturally funny, not like you. And <laughs> not, not forced, <laughs> not a forced humour. Like as I look at you and go, please laugh at my jokes. <laughs> so, do you think it's okay now in the dressing room for guys to be putting themselves out there and growing their brands? It's getting better. In yeah. saying that, though, I am uh, I'm the treasurer of the fines committee for the Brisbane Heat, Ooh. and one of the fines is um, for social media. Uh, how do I say it? Uh, just, just anything anything to do with social media that brings the game into into disre- disrepute, probably disrepute. Disrepute is that right? <laughs> is that a word? Is that even a word? So yeah, what, so what, what do you? It's a fine so for social media. Mean? What does that well, mean? Do you well, find yeah, them on on, well. on silly uh, posts or sort of stuff that you go, "Come on, mate, pull your head in." What's well, that's the both? beauty about being on the fines committee. Is you it's, do what you it's want. At my discretion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the treasurer and the debt collector. So if I don't like it, I'm coming after you. And what, but what would you find them for? Yeah. Oh, I haven't decided like yet. Like a bad, <laughs> like a really corny post? If it's or a corny post or a cheesy post or yeah. something like that, I'll, I'll come after them. So if I was still playing, would you find me regularly? No, because you're, you're, you're not really cheesy. Oh, thanks, I'd like man. to see Louis will be a little bit funnier. <laughs> <laughs> see, the, see the leaker that I used to room with all the time? No, you don't want to see that. <laughs> so, so it's not like, it's, is this like a team-appointed role? It's not like an actual club role? No, no, it's a, it's a, it's a team-appointed role, but it's sort of um, like in the Queensland Bulls, we have the Daktari, which is... Oh, cramping. Cramping. Played last <laughs> night. Um <laughs> Hydrate, <laughs> yes. Um, so the Queensland Bulls, we have the Daktari. It's more of a culture thing where you um, you just you keep the team on the straight and narrow in a fun way of doing it. <coughs> Sorry, yeah, it's a, it's a fun way of keeping your team on the straight and narrow and keeping upholding your values and that sort of thing. It's it's very traditional in the in the cricket terms that you do have a fines committee um, and it's a lot of fun. Um, at the end of each game or end of each tour that you bring in and you, you celebrate by having drinks afterwards as well. But you're right, you do have a ver- some very important roles being treasurer. Mm, um, debt of collector. The, uh, debt collector, fines committee. It's a proper, it's a proper sort of industry <laughs> and the people take it seriously. In, but also there's a lot of humour as well. That helps banter. Banter is so important when it comes to sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't sort of take part in that, then uh, you're frowned upon. Isn't that right, Ben? Yeah, the, the banter is probably one of the most important things because I think when you leave the game, and Lee, you can attest to this, is one of the things you miss the most is your mates in the change rooms. Mm. Um, that banter, that having fun off the field, not so much what happens on the field. 
Yeah, and you try and you, you try and replicate that in the real world, and you get some weird looks sometimes. <laughs> very weird looks. <laughs> you got to pick your market very carefully. <laughs> uh, it's been really good chatting to you, Ben. Um, uh, thanks for coming in. We know you had a, a late game last night, um, and you're cramping up as we speak. Um, thanks again. It's, it's really interesting hearing Ben's story, where he's coming from, where he's actually going, and uh, we wish you all the best for another few years more in the game as well and hopefully you can uh, sell me a property down the track for a very cheap rate. No, thanks very much, Lee, and uh, no, thanks for having me, Carly. It's, it's been exciting. I, I think it's a great thing you're doing here, but, um, yeah, Lee, I'd love to sell your property, but I probably need some drone footage first. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk off, <laughs> off cameras. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Commercial Athlete Podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, give us your comments and tell us what you want to hear more of. Catch you next time. And if you want to connect with us, Agency X on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn.